welcome to another episode of The Good Vanilla, a Barefoot Contessa podcast where the chicken stock is homemade, store-bought is just fine, and the vanilla is always good. I am your host, Nick Chanov, and today's episode is all about anniversaries, and today we are celebrating not one, but two anniversaries. Uh, first, it's the first anniversary of The Good Vanilla. I dropped my first episode i was looking back i think it was on january 2nd of 2021 so not exactly to the date i'm recording this on january 2nd but you know obviously i'm doing that in advance and it'll be released on thursday anyway but you know same week close enough uh i can't believe it's been a year i feel like 2021 flew by for so many reasons, uh, but I, I, I just want to give you all like a special thank you to all of you listeners that have made this past year so much fun. I can't tell you how grateful I am to those of you who have sent emails or DMs or leaving reviews that you are enjoying the podcast. I mean, I can see the numbers each week that have grown like substantially throughout the past year. So thank you again for listening and, you know, spreading the good word of the good vanilla to your fellow Barefoot Contessa fanatic friends or family. It's truly been a blast producing this podcast, and I have some really fun ideas for the year ahead, but I will just leave it at that, little deep tease. But more on that, uh, you know, later in the month, maybe February, March. Uh, anyway, um, I'm done being cryptic. Uh, the second anniversary is a belated anniversary, a wedding anniversary, to Ina and Jeffrey. They were married on December 22nd, 1968, so they just celebrated their 53rd wedding anniversary, which is crazy, Uh, which is actually kind of perfect because in this episode that I'm covering today, they are celebrating their 35th anniversary, which is like the reciprocal of 53, so I thought that was pretty, I don't know, timely, I guess. Um, and I will say this whole episode takes place outside and at the beach. It, it's it's like not maybe the height of summer, but, you know, warm enough where you don't need a coat. So only the true Ina fans will know that this episode is, you know, a bunch of malarkey and that they did not film it on their actual anniversary on December 22nd. But, you know, much like when Jeffrey forgot their 20th wedding anniversary, we'll forgive them this time. Uh, and oh yeah, happy Happy New Year, everyone! It's 2022. I forgot to mention that. Um, I hope everyone's New Year was fun. We had a great New Year. We went to my friend's house down the streets, and it was pretty low key. I feel like the older you get, the more low key New Year's gets, and I'm I'm okay with that. Anyway, uh, from Happy New Year to Happy Anniversary, which is the title of today's episode. So this is season two episode three, and again, this uh, episode is happy anniversary. So Ina begins. My husband Jeffrey and I have been married for a really long time, and tonight's our anniversary. You know, ever since I used to send him boxes of brownies in college, I knew that the way to his heart was with really good food. So tonight, I'm going to make him one of his favorite meals, maybe with a little French twist. I hope he loves it. Again, with these earlier episodes, we don't really get a preview of the menu, but uh, we're just we're just going to go right into it. So Ina starts out by telling us that Jeffrey is a, really a creature of habit and that he likes really traditional things. So she's making shrimp with cocktail sauce, basically shrimp cocktail. I don't know why she doesn't call it a shrimp cocktail. I know it's like a she doesn't really put it in the like the martini glass. Is it a martini glass that typically comes in? I don't know. I've actually never had shrimp cocktail like that. Every time I've had shrimp 
cocktail, I guess. It's just been like on a plate, which is fine. And it's interesting because I feel, well, she said that it's a fairly 70s thing, the shrimp cocktail. I didn't know that. I guess like, is that when shrimp cocktail had its rise to prominence for like parties? I don't know. I wasn't, I mean, I wasn't around then, so I'll take Ina's word for it. Uh, anyway, the first thing she does is flavor the water that she's going to poach the shrimp in. She squeezes half of a lemon into the boiling water and then just tosses the whole lemon in. And then she adds a pretty good amount of salt. Uh, she cooks them in the shell, which she said makes them easier to peel and that they stay moister. And I don't know why the word moister... I'm fine with the word moist. I know some people hate that word, but moister just sounds grammatically incorrect. More moist? I don't know. Something... I, I guess it's... I don't know. I'm not a grammar coach uh, or a teacher or anything of that sort. I'm not sure I've made many grammatical errors in, in my podcasting over the years, so I am not one to judge, but it just feels weird saying moister. I don't know. Does anyone else think that? Who knows? Anyway, uh, Ina reveals the secrets to making perfect shrimp, and that secret is three minutes in the water. That's it. No more, no less, and they'll be done. And then Ina tells us that she's going to make steak with Bernays sauce. She says, Jeffrey's going to be very happy. And rosemary roasted potatoes. Um, and she doesn't mention it, but she's also making string beans with uh, shallots as well, too. But more on that later. So next we cut to Jeffrey on the road. He tells us that anniversaries have become very important to them. They've been married for 35 years, and it seems like just a year or two, which is really sweet. Um, and then he goes on to tell us that he made a big mistake once in forgetting their 20th wedding anniversary. He's, he's like, and I'll never make that mistake again. Then he like gives a look to the camera like, oh, I wonder like what went down that night. Like what happened? Like Jeffrey was in the doghouse. He had to have been. Where was he? Was he teaching? I want to know everything about it. But obviously it's like a sore subject that, you know, it was 15 years ago. But I feel like Ina... <laughs> feel like just like Jeffrey feels like they've been married for just a day or two I feel like that it's the same sentiment for like Ina remembering that 20th anniversary that Jeffrey forgot she reminds him every day um so uh, we're back in the kitchen with Ina and she is taking the shrimp out of the boiling water and puts them into ice water to stop the cooking so then she shows us how to peel and devein the shrimp by taking out the intestinal tract she says she goes not pretty but I will say, I feel like the intestinal tract is easier to do when the shrimp is like mushy and like not cooked. Because I was watching one of the, like the first piece of shrimp that uh, she, you know, performs the act of, you know, doing surgery, basically taking out that intestinal tract. And it, it just looked a little like hacked up. I don't think it was like a smooth, I feel like when it's not cooked, you could just like put your knife in a little bit and just peel it out very quickly. Maybe it was just like, Maybe it was just the first shrimp that was being unruly. It's like when you try to, uh, you know, honestly, I, th I feel like I've talked about hard boiled eggs so many times on the podcast, but like I have never found a foolproof way. And I know there's so many ways out there to cook hard boiled eggs and to that they just peel perfectly. And I've watched so many videos. And to be honest, I really don't make them enough to pr like guess get enough practice with it. But I guess this shrimp is the analogy I'm making here or comparison is when you're trying to peel uh, a hard boiled egg and it just doesn't work out. I honestly, there's that famous like Maya Angelou quote is like you can tell a person's, I don't know if it was like character, 
by three different things, how they handle three different things. One was, I think it's lost luggage, a rainy day, and tangled Christmas lights. And I would add a hard-boiled egg that just doesn't peel right. Because <laughs> I will go from like zero to like <laughs> raging out. One time I was so mad that I just like... I squeezed the egg as hard as I could and like it just like went through my fingers especially when you're trying to make um like deviled eggs like because you need the egg to look nice you don't want it to look like a Frankenstein egg just like all hacked up and you know that it's just not gonna work um so yeah I mean I'm open to suggestions for people that you know if there's a way if you've made hard-boiled eggs long enough and frequently enough like what is truly the secret because I feel like there's just too many vari variables involved um so that's that <laughs> anyway back to where the hell were we here okay she's uh peeling and debating the shrimp and then she says uh I know it's old-fashioned but you'll be surprised how many people like it it's the first thing to go at a party and she's talking about the shrimp cocktail I I was never under the impression that it was old-fashioned. I always get excited by shrimp cocktail. I do agree that is it is like the first thing to go at a party. I think shrimp in any capacity, and that and deviled eggs. But I feel like, I don't know, I feel like deviled eggs can be pretty divisive. A lot of people don't like the consistency of it. I hated them when I was younger, and now I can probably eat like 16 of them without flinching. So there's that. I also love uh, bacon-wrapped shrimp. At Keon's 40th birthday, we had a General Tso's shrimp. Ugh. It had like a light tempura batter on it. And uh, it was just great. And then the sauce was like on that. It was it was perfect. I, I'm i trying to think of other shrimp I don't like. I don't, or I do like. I don't mind a coconut shrimp. I don't know. It's not my favorite. And I've really only had it a couple times too. I like the, the crunchiness of a coconut shrimp. I never really fully like the sauce i guess uh shrimp scampi is great you can't really like pick that up with your fingers and eat it though that's kind of i mean i guess you do i don't know and i will say too like i know it looks better with the tail on but i always get so i mean if i order like a shrimp tempura sushi roll like just take the tail off like i don't think i've ever had that like because you always that last like row of the sushi there the last bite where the tail is you got to be careful that you don't bite into the tail I'm, I'm just just take it off I know it might look better but I think uh that's what I would do anyway or that's what I prefer um anyway back to business here Ina says hmm Jeffrey snuck out a while ago I wonder what he's up to there better not be a blonde involved <laughs> she kind of just like looks at the camera um and speaking of Jeffrey we're back with him in the car uh, he tells us that he had a great idea for a special gift that invokes how Ina and himself got to know each other. Uh, so he goes on to tell us that when they first met Ina, she was in high school and that she used to send him shoeboxes filled with brownies every two weeks. So Jeffrey is going to get her a box of brownies to bring back the memories of when they first met. And I feel like everyone... You know, even if you're like a light fan of Ina Garden, you know that you know this story. You know that I feel like it's been a through line on like different episodes. But this is this is the one where he obviously I just said it too. He gets the brownies from Loaves and Fishes, but um, it always makes me think of. Um, I think I mentioned it probably like a month or two ago. The uh, the Ina Garden parody by um, the drag queen Novimpia, who I feel is an Australian based drag queen. It is. I've watched that video like 600 times. It is so good. And if you're 
if you if you're an Ina fan and you want a good laugh, just search Novimpia, N-O-V-Y-M-P-I-A. And Ina Garden parody is probably going to be the first thing that pops up too. But in that parody, <laughs> Novimpia says, one time Jeffrey got me brownies for my anniversary. They were really dry. And just the inflection of that. And then, and then she just moves on to like the next zinger. It is, oh God, it is just, she's a comedic genius. And a really studied Barefoot Contessa fan. So it's like she got all the deep cuts. So a, a must watch, really. Um, so, yeah, here we go. So next, Ina is whipping up a batch of really good cocktail sauce, is what she says. So she starts out by juicing the other half of the lemon from earlier into a bowl and then adds ketchup. She says, make sure you use good ketchup. And I think she's using Heinz because really, is there any other ketchup besides Heinz? Because... Heinz is like such a Pittsburgh thing because it's it exists in Pittsburgh. It's like the headquarters. Um, I I mean, with that with that being said, I'm not. I love ketchup. It's it is without question my favorite condiment for sure. Um, but I I don't mind trying a different ketchup. I won't throw a fit at a restaurant, if, especially if I'm outside of Pittsburgh. Um, you know. I'll try it, a different ketchup. But uh, anyway, she, in addition to the ketchup, she puts half a cup of chili sauce, a few dashes of Worcestershire sauce, and a few dashes of, <laughs> my autocorrect went to uh, tobacco instead of Tabasco <laughs> sauce. Uh, so not tobacco, but Tabasco sauce, and some horseradish. And Ina says that she likes lots of horseradish. She puts in three tablespoons. Woof. I'm... Not the biggest fan of horseradish. I think it a little goes a long way. It's like the same thing I feel about with rose water. I know that's like a weird comparison, but I feel like a, l- a little rose water and a little horseradish, that's that's all you need. Because um, it's just spicy. Ugh, I don't know. And I don't really love cocktail sauce. I would much rather dip my shrimp in sort of like a, I don't know, some sort of like mayo-based sauce. Like, you know, that like pink sauce. Is, is, is it yum yum sauce? I don't know. But like I anything, anything but cocktail sauce. I know a lot of people love it, too. It just reminds me in a way of um, like a Bloody Mary. I don't know. I just don't love it. So there's that. Uh, so we're back with Jeffrey now, who is at Loaves and Fishes for some brownies. And uh, the young man behind the counter helps Jeffrey with his order. And uh, they're fairly big brownies. He says the the you know the gentleman behind the counter says that around eight would fit in the box, and Jeffrey opts for the traditional brownies. But it seems like I don't know there were some other variations on this tray. I don't know if it was like a lemon bar though. It seems there also seemed to be like just like a chocolate chip square. I think the reason I'm bringing that up is because if it were me, like if this was something I was getting for Keon, I try to find. And, you know, granted, Jeffrey, the bar is not, you know, the bar is low of, like, things... What am I trying to say here? I'm sure Jeffrey, in a way, is a very thoughtful gift giver, but I would have tried to put, like, you know, turn the volume up on this gift a little bit, too. Like, maybe get traditional brownies and then get a peanut butter... A peanut butter? A peanut butter brownie is what I was trying to say. Um... Or, you know, a chocolate raspberry brownie or a blondie. I love a blondie. Oh, my God. There's a bakery in uh, Pittsburgh. It's called Butterwood. If you're ever in Pittsburgh, find Butterwood and then go. It's like it's such a cute shop and they have the best brownies and the best blondies. They're so good. Anyway, but, you know, 
Jeffrey's he's doing his thing. I I he's in, the mission was accomplished, and Jeffrey walks you know victoriously back to his car, and then we're back at the house. Ina is plating the shrimp cocktail. It's pretty straightforward. She puts a silver bowl in the middle of a white plate, and pours the cocktail sauce into the bowl, and then arranges the shrimp around it. And Ina says she prefers the tails out. She says you don't want it to look like a dog's breakfast. Hmm. So she cuts the lemon. She cuts the lemon into this like really cool shape. It's like I don't know. It's I'm gonna try to describe it, um, but it looks like a, a like almost like a cracked eggshell. It's like jagged. It cut. It's like cut in half. And then when you open it up, it almost looks like a flower, but kind of not. I don't know. Maybe you know what I'm talking about, or you can just watch the episode. Uh, but it looks really cool, and she puts that on the side uh, with the shrimp as well. So next up is the rosemary roasted potatoes. There is not anything too exciting about this. It's just roasted potatoes. It's uh, She uses red skin potatoes. She puts some olive oil on it. She chops up some fresh rosemary, salt and pepper, and then she roasts them in the oven at 400 degrees for an hour. I mean, granted, the potato, I guess I cut my potatoes a little bit smaller. I feel like if I roasted them for an hour at 400 degrees, they'd be like, I don't know, they'd just be like rocks. <laughs> but these potatoes are a little bit more thick. So, I mean, obviously they worked out. So I was just, it just seemed like a lot. Um, so next, Jeffrey makes a stop at our favorite florist in East Hampton, the Bridgehampton florist. Uh, they show Jeffrey, like, he's, like, on a mission. They show him, like, darting into the store. The store. He, like, he kicks down the door, doesn't even say hello. He just says, Michael. And, of course, Michael is right behind the counter, right on cue. But Jeffrey just says that he, you know, I bought Ina a present, but I need a little something to jazz it up a bit. And Michael is up to the task and gives Jeffrey, I don't know, like a yard of some sheer ribbon, and of course, it's like Michael's signature orange color. Um, and Jeffrey thanks Michael, saying that he saved his life and that he really appreciates it. So, I don't know. It almost seems like he was about to go to... He's like, I feel like it was like a last minute thing. Like he was like calm and uh, cool, calm and collected when he went to Lowe's and Fishes. And then he's like, I should probably do something. And, you know, Michael is there to help. So, where are we now? Oh, we're back in the kitchen. Ina is making the Bernays sauce, and she says, I know everyone thinks that all my recipes start with a pound of butter, but this one doesn't. It only starts with a half a pound of butter. Yuck, 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 yuck. Um, so first she starts out with a quarter cup of white wine, and she adds a quarter cup of white wine vinegar or champagne vinegar, and this is all being put into a saucepan. And then she puts in two tablespoons of chopped shallots, followed by some fresh tarragon, about a tablespoon, and then a little salt and a little pepper. And basically, she just lets that boil for five minutes until it's reduced. And then she melts two sticks of butter and separates three eggs, putting the yolks into the blender. And the butter is just, you know, on the saucepan melting. And then she pours the reduced white wine vinegar shallot mixture into the blender with the egg yolks. And then she pours the hot butter through the top of the opening of the blender, which... I mean, if we know Ina, or really anyone, it's not just Ina, like, I just want her to pour the butter into a Pyrex so it's easier to pour into the top of it. Um, the butter is, like, in a skillet. And 
I, I will say this is the first time that she got it all in and not on the counter. I was very impressed. It's almost, you know, like when pouring something like that, you almost have to like overestimate it. But she did really well. The sauce looks great. It almost reminds me of a like a hollandaise in a way. I feel like I've had Bernays sauce before. I would be really into this. Um, so she finishes the blending and she says, now who says that French food is complicated? How easy is that? And then she gives it a taste and says, how bad can that be? <laughs> so next, Ina takes out the two ribeye steaks from the refrigerator and sets them on the counter to take some of the chill off. And then she says, and I left Jeffrey in charge of the grill. Hmm. <laughs> There's some really good Jeffrey grill stuff coming up. So uh, speaking of, we cut to Jeffrey with one of those like, I don't know what, what you call them. It's like a charcoal canister tower it's like a it's like a a cylinder with a handle on it uh, and you put you know you put like the newspaper in the bottom and then you put the charcoal on top and light the match and um they pan out after he lights the match <laughs> I just I just pictured like an atom bomb size explosion in the backyard and Jeffrey's hair is like blown back like like covered in soot still holding the match and Ina comes out and she's like hmm uh, it just, that's, you know, what I envisioned because I just feel like Jeffrey should not be playing with fire. But, uh, while that is happening, while the charcoal is doing its thing, Ina is oiling and seasoning the steaks with salt and lots of pepper. Uh, then she says, I think I smell the grill. I hope it's not Jeffrey on fire. Hmm. <laughs> so then she joins Jeffrey outside and he's like, are you proud of me or what? And Ina says, not bad. And Ina says, do you want me to dump it? And Jeffrey's like, I think I'll dump it. He's like, I'll dump the charcoal into the grill. Very few people know how to dump them out like I do. And it's just like, ha, ha, ha. And uh, then Ina tells Jeffrey how to cook the steaks. You know, pretty simple. Leave them on one side for five minutes, then give it a flip. So while Jeffrey tends to the steaks outside, Ina hops back to the kitchen to make some string beans with shallots. Uh, she chops up some shallots to saute them in olive oil and butter. And then she snips off the tips of the string beans and throws them into a pot of boiling water for a quick blanch. She throws them in ice water for a second to shock them and then throws them back into the saute pan with the shallots. This looks great. I I have some shallots, um, some leftover shallots. I made that. I feel like it's so basic to say this, but um, there is a TikTok account called Baked by Melissa which I feel like if you're on TikTok, you know Baked by Melissa. I mean, at least all, like, 90% of the TikToks that show up on my feed are, like, food-related. Um, but this, there's, like, a recipe. I have no idea what to call it. Like, it's a green goddess dip, but it's basically half uh, a head of cabbage, like, chopped up very fine, and then some cucumbers chopped up very fine, and some chives, and then it's, like, basil green goddess dressing. It's, like, basil and spinach and lemon juice and olive oil and nutritional yeast and walnuts and it's delicious and I feel like it's like the new guacamole if you haven't if you don't have TikTok you can find the recipe like just search like baked by Melissa like green goddess cabbage dip I don't know what to call it but um it was so good so I it's a high recommend you eat it with tortilla chips I brought it to New Year's Eve and everyone like lost their mind it was really great so that is all a very long way to say that I have some extra shallots on hand. And I feel like this is a really quick, like, side dish that does, it's like low or like 
little fuss. Uh, it's just, you know, it's just some butter and or oil and some shallots and green beans. It, it seems like a quick side. So um, I lost my place in my notes here. She sprinkles some salt and pepper on them. And that's really all she wrote. Like after it's done, it's done. So now it's time to eat. So Ina and Jeffrey are outside feeding each other shrimp cocktail. It's like the appetizer portion, I guess. <laughs> and Jeffrey takes a bite of the shrimp. And he's like, whoa, this is hot. What did you put in there? And it was just really funny the way he said that because I'd probably feel the same way. I would be really surprised by those three tablespoons of uh, horseradish because it's not a big bowl. I just, I don't know. Ina doesn't like the Tabasco sauce, but she loves horseradish. I guess it's two different types of heat, but... I'd rather have the Tabasco if it was me. Anyway, it was cute. Ina throws her head back and laughs after Jeffrey says that. And this is one of the clips in the intro song. She's, I don't know what shirt she's wearing, but it's like she was chewing something and she has her arm around Jeffrey and she throws her head back. Uh, so I always love when I like catch those little moments. Um, so Ina leaves Jeffrey with the shrimp and steaks and goes back into the kitchen to... Uh, I don't know, revive, reconstitute uh, the Bernays sauce. And the way that she does that is she pours two tablespoons of really hot water into the blender and gives it a blitz, which I think is a really, I feel that's like a restaurant trick or something like that. So uh, that was a, a cool little trick to learn. I feel like the same would work with hollandaise sauce too, because they're so similar or any sauce really. Um, So Jeffrey is taking the steaks off the grill Ina is taking the pota uh, potatoes out of the oven. She puts a little sprig of rosemary on the plate for garnish. Uh, so next, Ina and Jeffrey are sitting down outside to eat. And Ina doesn't waste any time here by asking, uh, remember the anniversary that you forgot? <laughs> it's just like, it's. I feel like it's just on her mind. And Jeffrey's like, you know what? I forgot one anniversary out of 36. And you remind me more about the anniversary I forgot than the 35 I remembered. And Ina was like, ha, 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 no, I don't. But I feel like she does. Uh, <laughs> again, I want to know everything about that incident. Um, and then Jeffrey, you know, he caps it off by saying, and believe me, I won't forget it again. I learned my lesson. So next, Jeffrey reveals that he has a surprise for Ina. And we all know that Ina really doesn't love surprises. So I think, you know, and really this isn't like, it, it's a surprise, but it's not anything that would be, you know, it's not a surprise party, I guess. He's just taking her to the beach. So he says, come with me. And they walk to the car and Jeffrey tells Ina that he's taking her to the beach. And on their way, Ina says, what a perfect night for the beach. And then she says like, woo, woo, like twice in a row. I, I don't know why she did it, but I thought it was really cute. Um... So they park and Jeffrey runs back to the trunk to get the brownies and Ina turns to the camera in the back, the back seat of the car. She's like, what is he up to? So Jeffrey presents Ina with a box and the face journey of, oh my gosh, what is this? And then when she realizes it's loaves and fishes, it's fascinating because I, I think, I mean, we all have to like practice that face. You know, we just... Practice it, I'm sure, during the holidays of like, it's very thoughtful for you to get me this gift, especially when you think it might be something else and then you realize it isn't. I don't know what she thought it would be. Um, so it's, I don't know, but you have to like still gush over it at the same time. So Jeffrey explains why he brought the, uh, bought the brownie, excuse me. And Ina's a really good sport. She, uh, you know, so they eat some brownies and Ina says, come on, you want to go for a walk? And they walk to the beach 
And Ina's just <laughs> nervously giggling the whole time just to fill the void. But honestly, I don't think it's really needed. She could have just like, you know, the music's playing, they're walking to the beach. But she, you know, she has to fill the space. And then the episode ends with Ina saying, and why don't we do this all the time? And then it's just like hard cut. <laughs> so that's the episode. I Honestly, like a really classic anniversary episode. I feel like I've been looking for this one uh for a long time it has a lot of hmms in it and especially with Jeffrey and the grill I knew that there was one episode there are obviously a lot of episodes where Ina talks about Jeffrey and her nervousness of him you know manning the grill or you know her teaching him how to operate the grill uh but I was glad that I found this one and uh I guess I'm trying to think of anything else to say about the episode but I feel like that's all I got this week so Thank you again for listening. If you want to follow the podcast on social media, you can follow it on Instagram and Twitter at GoodVanillaPod. And you can also send me an email at GoodVanillaPod at gmail.com. And I made a Facebook group for the Good Vanilla. Very easy to find. Just search the Good Vanilla. And if you are enjoying the podcast, please be sure to subscribe and leave a star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Or just tell another Barefoot Contessa fanatic. That also works too. And if you want to know where to get more of me, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Nick Kachanov. And you can find me on my other podcast, The Best Supporting Podcast, every week with Colin Drucker. Thanks again for listening, everyone. Stay safe, Happy New Year, and I'll see you next time.